I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I'm Jenna Steber and I play Estra Blep, a fey-addled half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is. And I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit resort spa paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Statehar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. Paul Lukemeyer playing self, an elven battle chef carving a name for himself in the high stakes world of magical cooking. And we're of course led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious GM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin Green, how are you? I'm great. I had a great weekend. I went with Jenna and we made artisanal brooms together. <laughs> i'll post pictures in the discord beautiful what a beautiful friendship activity (laughs) it was inside of a college biology laboratory and so there was like skeletons and stuff all around us spooky yeah i like that whenever i introduce a witch character who's has a broom with a vertebrae broomstick feels like it's only a matter of time true to life it's gonna be your broom that's cool i can't wait to uncover the dark secret of whose spine it is (laughs) (laughs) inevitably somebody the party knows and they have to be like oh Mm. we knew that spine (laughs) that was my friend Everyone else in the Vilnet estate has gone to bed, and the four of you are now alone with Bentaro Valentine. He motions for you to sit down with him. He says, Please, I know you're all probably exhausted, but I have something that I need to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. This sounds funny, whatever you're about when to say. All, whenever Justin like pauses and chuckles, I get really concerned. Yeah, right, me too. Johnny, I mentioned earlier that I owe you an apology, but it's actually owed to the entire group. After Shadowin departed New Haven, I accompanied Prince Erling back to the castle to speak with Queen Davenhall. I'd assumed we'd be discussing diplomacy, the next steps in bringing the gnomes into the Triad Nations, but instead they were scrambling to explain Councilman Gamler's death. A culprit was necessary for a smooth transition of power. It was decided that the Winter Guard lieutenant called Stanton would be blamed. He was conveniently already in custody, but unfortunately 
the timing didn't line up. He was captured prior to Gamweir's death. And so they were going to blame Taft for freeing him. Taft had trained under Stanton in his youth, and he was left to guard him in Waypoint. The story became that, of course, there was no signs of forced escape because Taft would willingly allow it. No matter how much I pleaded or protested, they wouldn't change their mind. But things changed when Raquel Winstar came back. She had gone to Fort Advin first to be present for Miss Morn's investigation. And while there, she had spoken with you, Johnny. <laughs> and you had told her about Bobble Flask Forge's sickness, his bizarre behavior, his threats against demigods. Mm-hmm. And the more she looked <laughs> into it, the more concerned that she got. Mm-hmm. And I saw a way out. Oh. What if there were no signs of an escape because Bobble teleported Stanton in and out of his jail cell? And I remembered the secret mission that he had given oh. the four of you. That he- <laughs> That he had to sneak in Harville Glass Cannon in disguise, someone Winstar was tasked with protecting. Suddenly, the heat was off of Taft entirely. I was sent to intercept the four of you to pass on the Vilna assignment originally given to my squad in order to keep you occupied while they lured Bovel into a sea fort. Um, Too far for him to teleport back to mainland. He was trapped. It's happening right now if it hasn't happened already. Johnny is completely stunned. <laughs> as are we all yeah well i'm glad we got context on what bobble said so quickly (laughs) (laughs) yeah that didn't take long (laughs) bantaro for somebody who thinks that no one should trust anyone else what made you come clean Mm. the look on taft's face when i told him i know he would never willingly trade bobble's life for his own so i made that choice for him and i dragged you guys into it for that, I apologize. You uh, dragged. You <laughs> dragged us into it. I, I would say that you put us up on the chopping block. Dragged is such a gentle word for what you have done to, <laughs> to us. Are you kidding me? You implicated us in this. Thank you, Astra, for being the advocate for the group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking furious. Because Bantara was one of my professors at Shadowin. Yeah, for a month. Yeah. This motherfucker. Nothing will happen to the four of you. I didn't tell them that you knowingly mm. lied to me about the secret mission. Mm. I made sure that they thought Bavel had you fooled the entire time. I don't plan to rat you out. Oh. I'm skeptical of that. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. Uh, oh. Yeah, this is a lot. <laughs> it is so much. Okay. In the end, Bantaro, you put your own self above your love for Taft. And none of the choices that you make after that are going to make up for it. Whoa. You're never going to be whole. So I think we should go probably see Molney. I don't think we can go save Flask Forge. I think he's stuck. We have three days to get to Flask Forge before he activates, air quotes, activates this meteorite. <laughs> what are we going to show up to Molney and say hi, and then there will be a green explosion? <laughs> Not to undercut anybody's initiative, this is a democracy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. (laughs) I mean, we can try and go, but I feel like Windstar already has a team trying to stop him. She doesn't know where he went. That's true. They don't know about the meteorite. Only we do. I mean, we could just tell them. Tell who what? Tell Windstar. Tell Windstar all about this. (laughs) 
There's a balance between extremes, my friend. Bantaro's on one end where he doesn't say anything until it's too late and he's already ruined everything for everyone. <laughs> At least Taft didn't die yet. And then on the other end, you tell everyone everything before you have any context for it. <laughs> and then they draw the wrong conclusions. I mean, it's pretty clear to me that like we don't really want Bobble to activate the meteorite, right? And he yeah. seems yes. to be acting erratic and is dangerous. And it yeah. has had radiation poisoning. Yeah. This is a whole can of worms, guys. So I feel yeah. like I made the right decision to tell the authorities about the people who could do something about it to chase him down. I stand by my decision. <laughs> I think we track him down. Ooh. I never want to involve the authorities if we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have to. <laughs> we can handle this on our own, guys. We're capable. I don't know. Ooh, this is gross to say, but I think we are the authorities. Wow. <laughs> in a general sense, in that we are the ones who maybe have the clearest vision of Bavel and what Bavel intends to do and the deal with the meteor. Ooh, boy. Johnny, what do you hope to get from Molney? I hope for him not to die. Uh, we have more time before the festival than we do to the meteorite. I mean, that's what the book says, but the book didn't really talk about this either. So I can't like use that as like a fixed time point. It's not like how time works. That's true. Things are changing with every loop. I need to get to Molni because Molni is the person that like all of the stuff that I am right now is like dedicated towards that. Like that's part of who I am right now. I feel like what's going on with Flask Forge. I have already set into motion by having Windstar Ooh. go after him. Like, I came here for your will reading, but, like, I really can't, like, extend this any longer. If you all feel like what you all need to do is to track down Bovel, then I feel like the Johnny Squad has got to split. Split? We never split. We can't split. What are you saying? <laughs> well, you know, not like permanently, you know, just like, you know, like, oh. just like whenever we go off and do our own things, like I'll catch up with you uh, after I get some things squared away or you can catch up with me. No, I think Johnny's cutting to the heart of the matter. We originally were gathered because of Bovel out of random chance. We've had various reasons and assignments to stick together, but really none of our goals and personalities mesh quite that well, do they? I think as soon as one crack forms, <laughs> it'll widen just by itself. Our team has always been temporary. Ah. It's just been a matter of time. Self, I thought we were friends. I thought we were roommates. How could you say that? I mean, we are friends. Like, the door is fixed. Like, when you're done, <laughs> go back to the place. Like, it's cool. <laughs> well, Patty, one may consider that friendship is entirely transactional. Transactions <laughs> are temporary. I mean, you just kind of brought that up in a weird way. Like, it's not really... Whatever. Anyway... So, gang, I'm sorry. Like, I've got to take care of these things. <laughs> God, are we, are we, are we breaking up? Oh my God, guys, I can't handle this. I can't handle this. I can't split off from my allies yet again. <laughs> oh, Patty. Oh no. Patty's freaking out at this point. No, Patty's right. Okay, now say some cruel things about how Patty's right. <laughs> we don't have a particularly good reason to do anything else. Johnny's got a strong reason to do this. Uh, I think we follow that strong reason. Uh, if it's an option to split, 
we are friends. Astra, absolutely. I mean, I think I've made it, you know, very clear. The Whispering Woods is dangerous and we don't really, you know. Right. If some of us can avoid. That's why I understood if that meant that we would split up. Like, that's what I understood when we left the Whispering Woods. So I told all of you, I have to come back here. It's okay if all of you don't come with me. Donnie, you've been nothing but straightforward about your needs and desires. Um, And nothing but consistent with them, which is the most obnoxious part. (laughs) I think we should go stop Bavel. And I think if that means splitting, then fuck Justin. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Do we know where Molly is? He doesn't stay at his temple, does he? I thought he just returned for the blessing. He has a lighthouse in Erosia where he is most of the time, like out in the in the ocean. But he does go to the temple more often than just those dates. But he is always there for the blessing ceremonies. That's what I was thinking is that unless we wait until the blessing, he might not even be there. Hmm. But isn't the blessing coming up quite soon? In a couple of weeks. couple of weeks. Okay. Okay. There will always be somebody at the temple. There will be clerics if Molni isn't there that can summon him. They ring a little bell. He would show up for Johnny. Mm -hmm. Probably. Hopefully. Maybe. Ring a little bell. (laughs) Guys, are we going to... Are we going to split the party? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... <laughs> that? Is that okay? We got we got a little time to ponder it. So. Oh man, man, yeah. Uh, oh God, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh man, you guys can all uh, heal and reset your spells and abilities and whatnot. But Johnny, when you wake up, you do find that your Constitution damage has not healed as it normally would from sleeping. Uh, you, in fact, feel just as bad as the night before, if not worse. There's maybe a little blood on your pillow from your oh. nose bleeding as you slept oh again. God. Oh, no. Keep it away from Alec. Oh, no. <laughs> like, Johnny gathers up his sheets to, like, to do laundry or whatever. Or like... Oh, like he had his first period and he's in Oh, Johnny. I hate it when I go to bed when I'm bleeding. It's just like... <laughs> yeah, early in the morning, Self wants to find Johnny. So I don't know if he's in the laundry room or in his room. Johnny just takes the clothes and rubs them on his abs. <laughs> yeah, like normally whenever I'm traveling, I don't carry a washboard with me. So like I've got to like do my abs. Otherwise I can't keep my clothes clean. <laughs> but then my abs also get clean. So it's kind yeah, of like. super efficient. <laughs> Self will say, good morning, Johnny. I made a little breakfast for you. It's magical. Thank you. Smoothie would have been fine. It seemed like you were a little under the weather last night, so I took the opportunity to learn a spell that's supposed to be a restorative. This here is a Galatrix egg. I just poached it, nothing fancy. Galatrix, whoa. It's kind of like a fox chicken. Okay. Yeah, I've never had like Galatrix egg. Sounds great. Thank you, Zelf. And like Johnny is excited to try new food and that his his roommate is giving him something, so he gives it his full attention and like forgets that he's doing his laundry. So the restoration spell is supposed to allow the healing of ability damage, but it sounds like this damage is permanent. Yes. As long as there remains people in Johnny's brain, this is not going to go away. Eggs are really good, bro. Like, thank you. Well, (coughs) Johnny. (laughs) Now he's got consumption. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) 
Oh, here's a handkerchief. Johnny, I was a little tense last night. I forgot to thank you, one, for covering for my cooking, two, for getting my attention, and three, for literally taking a fork for me. Oh, that's cool, man. Like, I'm definitely sorry, like, if I overstepped, like, last night. Like, if, you know, like, I know we all, like, gotta face our own battles and stuff like that. I just, you know. Well, Johnny, you're so selfless, which makes the subject at hand so interesting. The multiple selves you have. Yeah. (laughs) Johnny, I didn't know that you had so much, let's say, access to these beings. It almost sounded like one of them was speaking to me through you. I don't think I've always had access. Like, I think something's changed. Interesting. What happened there with, like, Paris, like, that was, like... Paris. Very well-named. I know that parasite from reputation. Yeah? (laughs) Johnny, I've really been trying to crack the mystery of the ministry. And who's responsible for labeling Glorahan and others as anomalies? Does Glorahan have anything to tell us about what might be dangerous to us? <laughs> I wish we had a Ouija board. I know that Glorahan has a strange animosity for Astra. Hmm. <laughs> Honestly, like, <laughs> that's, like, mostly what I have to, like, kind of block out. There's, like, a lot of anxiety <laughs> she has whenever Astra's around me. <laughs> Johnny, help me understand the word animosity because it seemed like they were getting along fine at the dinner party, which went right, fine. Right, like I thought so too, right? And I also thought it was a great dinner party. Like the decorations <laughs> and the food, like, oh. Thank you. Atmosphere. Like, I remember the atmosphere. Like, it was great. Is it personal or are they just incompatible personalities? Because that happens. There's like something... That she wants to warn me about, like her memories keep Mm. pointing to something, and I think it has to do with small and like also with their dad, Mm. like a shadowy spiral. (laughs) Johnny. I can't quite put it together. I'm not very good with those sorts of things, so. Johnny, I don't know if that helps us. We had plenty of time to investigate the blaps back at Fainalin, and there really wasn't a thread, was there? There was that weird time spider thing. You don't think that had to do with the loops? Well, I think that had to do with the loops, yes. But why would it have anything to do with Astra? There's like a word self, and it's long. And like, as soon as like my tongue like starts to like, it's like this fear like comes over me. Like, and I stop, like, it feels like something's about to be torn out of me. Interesting. Johnny, I'll find you a dictionary later. (laughs) We can try to find that word. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. I bet if I saw it, I'd know it. (laughs) That's fine. No, I was hoping to learn more about the ministry or about the erosion nobility, Uh, but there's time. What do you think the erosion nobility has to do with it? Well, there has to be a reason that King Aimway started a new invasion. Then why was Iron Eye, an erosion soldier, working with people who are trying to find these anomalies, using your master's name for dubious purposes? Dude, I do not know what... Orum has to do with any of this. And it's honestly really concerning me. Like, because I feel like I'm just like a step behind. I hate that feeling. I don't even know what Orum's doing out here. Like, I lost track of them a while ago. Hmm. I'm worried that something's happened to them. Well, Johnny, we'll find them. We'll find them together. In any case, thank you. I think this is enough. I don't want to call Glorahan out and do you more physical harm than you've already done. Dude, I super <laughs> appreciate it. And like, thank you, man. Of course, Johnny. Like, yeah. But yeah, also, I feel really terrible right now, and I, I need to sit down. <laughs> oh, uh, Stop doing lunges. Oh. 
I have a technical question that I think I know the answer to, but I want confirmation. If Johnny's constitution drops to zero, he dies, right? That is correct. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that is a door now. I can still take 10 more damage before I die. I can ask a couple more questions. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> is he taking this on a daily basis? When is the stacking up? I think it's every time he gets possessed, but I'm not 100%. So far, it has only happened when he has given control or had control taken from yeah. him by one of the spirits. Oh, God. Still, <laughs> though, I'm <laughs> concerned. Johnny... With Paris, France, and you, do you know exactly where Rabuol is in the sewers? Do I? Yes. So Rabuol, yes. the generous, you Cha-ching. know that he has a palace that exists in like a movable subspace, which bounces around what? the catacombs. So awesome. it is drawn to those who have <laughs> a strong desire in their heart. That's so dope. So anybody who wants to find it truly uh, will. Wow. Awesome. That's insane. I certainly think that this Johnny situation is quite pressing and needs to be dealt with. Cool. Then, is that how we want to start today? Delving back into the catacombs? That's Johnny's boat. Sewer rat. Sewer rat. There's always more, Justin. There's always more. (laughs) I mean, I do think that getting Johnny's multiple visitors in his head straightened out is certainly a pressing matter. (laughs) Yeah, that might be the most important thing it's a pretty important thing to do. I mean, if you think going down into the sewers and finding the sewerman, the magical sewerman is going to help. Boy, I think Zelf is going to show the party his pamphlet he found. What pamphlet is that? What pamphlet? Uh, Everyone, when I went ingredient shopping, I happened to notice this copy of Astrology Today. Special edition. It says, from cult to coven, the infamous heiress of Erosia evokes Ebnir. Oh my god, how did you get that? I think somebody brought it from out of town. I just found it on the street. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's probably just trash. They should pick things up off the street. That's trash. It's dirty. Could have gum in it. God, ugh, gross. Patty, is this about you? No, 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 no. Certainly not. It's just made up flim flam. Okay, but this cartoon sketch of a rat folk on the cover with a comedically oversized beret does look a little <laughs> bit like you. Am I wrong? What? Um, I, they're all just haters. I skimmed it, and it seems like a tabloid, but it makes me concerned that outside of Mjolnir, rumors are spreading about us. Well, about Patty, I mean. You know, oh, mm, Patty and her friends. Oh, are we the friends? Oh. We are, dude. We're her friends. Ooh. Well, of course, this article pens us as her new coterie, <laughs> Ray Jr. What? Ray? <laughs> what? It's not very flattering. I gotta say, guys, you all are a lot more competent than some of the folks I worked with in Ray. So, wait, well, Ray. What flattery? Why does that sound familiar? Johnny, have you watched the news at any time in the last 10 years? <laughs> no, it's no, it's fine. I shouldn't expect everyone to be, you know, up and up on the politics of the realm. So Raid is a political activism group that I was briefly involved with, with the mission of helping the common man, ending oppression, fairness, justice, and dignity fairness, for all. Justice. Dignity. The only reason I brought this out 
is just to remind everyone to be mindful that as strong as our friendships are, we do have enemies. Well, I mean, I think this is fine. It's just a tabloid. Astra, I want to show you this advertisement. It's after the fruit pies one on the back. Oh, God, I could go for some fruit pies. Whoa. Me too. Yeah. Uh, it says, Ogavi is about to release her new book about training brain gremlins. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ogavi is making a lot of enemies. That's why she's buying up your books. Oh, my Are God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Plagiarism! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, indeed, Astra, you see uh, on the back of this magazine is an advertisement for Madame Ogavia's <laughs> new <laughs> brain teaser book designed to improve your mental capacity called Train Your Brain Gremlins, a Ooh. science that no one has ever heard of before. <laughs> saw that book fair and square this is bullshit oh Oh my god justin i love that we're about to have an intellectual property dispute (laughs) in our game (laughs) i'm gonna fucking break her presses (laughs) i'm gonna be some newsies ass shit are you kidding me bring some more bombs how dare her how dare she She's been buying my books up everywhere. She probably didn't even bother printing her own, ripping mine off. She probably just tore my name out from the cover and put her own name in. We have to stop this woman. This is clear. We this need to take her down. I agree, Astra. Yes, I'm thank right you, there Patty. With you. Forget Bobble. Forget Molny. They'll be. They'll be fine. I don't know if I'd say it's number, it's number one well, right now, but I mean, it's certainly up there. It's high on the list. We're gonna talk to the wizard to get all the souls sucked out of Johnny. That's number one, obviously. Number. Two, nice. This Ogavia lady, she's starting shit with all of us. <laughs> yeah, we can't let that stand. The Zodiac might like be interested in Ogavia, honestly. What? Why really? do you think so? That is interesting. This cheap penny fortune teller. I mean, she's got a book, right? Like she can't. Be well, that cheap. okay. Like you were just saying that, like you know, like people uh, who make things are like super, uh, uh, like. Uh, uh, what? I mean, that's a bit of a joke, she makes Johnny. She makes birdcage liner, Johnny. This isn't real literature. I haven't seen her book. I don't know. I don't want to judge. Like, I don't... Oh, don't worry, Johnny. I put in a pre-order for the first edition. <laughs> no, Zelf. Zelf, you can't support the competition. If you wanted a copy, we would have just stolen one. Zelf. Well, they're not out yet. Oh, I can't believe this. Oh, Astra, I was going to use the shipping and printing information to try to learn more about her operation. I just remember her, like, running. Remember her running? Like running her mouth about stuff she shouldn't? Well, she'd better run, hadn't she? Ha 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 ha. Good one, Zelf. Johnny, is the memory that you have about Ogavia your memory or one of the other people in you's memory? Johnny, like, pauses. Like, he looks like he's about to answer very, like, surely and certainly, and then he stops. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't have been Glorhan's memory, right? Like, she's not that old. Oh, God. Grandpa's fading. And, like, Paris is a rat folk. So unless there's like somebody else inside me like that I don't know about, like I think it's got to be mine. Andrew, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. Um, Esther says, "Well, it can't be that. I think you'd know if there was somebody else in you. But I guess we'll know more once we get our little 
psychic snail prong in your brain and pluck them on out. What was that? What's going to happen? <laughs> I think never so. Had I a think snail that's put in my brain. That's crazy. We can only hope. I bet it's going to be slimy. It, it seems like it's going to be slimy, right? Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. Your brain starts slimy. Oh. You don't notice something slimy touching something slimy. Really? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, is that like a special chef trick that you know? Yeah, that must be chef knowledge. Mm, you pick it up along the way. You can't have two slimy things touching each other. Okay. I'm already learning so much. <laughs> Sewer time. Yeah. <laughs> sewer time. Yeah. <laughs> to the sewers. The four of you find yourself back underground in Mjolnir's catacombs, dark and dank, full of these unmarked graves lining the walls. You guys don't have to look for very long before Johnny, you see in one of the archways just leading down another tunnel, a door. And you know that this door does not belong here. It just looks magical in nature. Do y'all see that? Like, I think that door's glowing. Hold it open for us, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, do it. Do it. Johnny just opens it. You walk through the door and you are suddenly struck by just unnatural brightness. And it takes your eyes a moment to adjust. And when they do, you find you've stepped into like one of the most like beautiful places that you've laid eyes on to. You know logically that you're deep underground, but... Somehow the area is just filled with sunlight and Johnny, you've spent most of your time in the catacombs having to duck down, but now you can like look up and you see like mosaic ceilings that are impossibly high. And uh, you see just uh, an abundance of like jewels and gold incorporated into the decor. And there are plush velvet pillows that are strewn across the floor with some people that are sitting on them that all seem to be like deep in meditation. Whoa. Then there are uh, like flourishing palm trees local to Rescris's desert that you can recognize, Johnny, and they are growing like up through the tiled floors. And then bouncing from like treetop to treetop are little golden furred marmosets. The back wall is floor to ceiling shelving that holds like several hundred multicolored glass bottles and in front of that shelf, is, on the like the largest, most luxurious pillow in the room, is a red-skinned genie, a nefriti to be specific, and he has oh slick black hair and gray eyes that like have like a swirling vortex of smoke reflecting Ooh. in them. And he greets you with like a used car salesman smile <laughs> and waves you closer. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that man's so charming. <laughs> and Johnny definitely comes forward, having been so warmly welcomed. the genie says welcome travelers do not be alarmed you're safe now my palace only appears to those who seek it with pure desire in their heart i am called rabuol please sit tell me what it is that you seek Uh, johnny sits down one of the pillows definitely like an excited kid that's like there for christmas (laughs) he's forgotten why he's there (laughs) (laughs) oh no wow this place is so great are these real palm trees? Like, is this really from, from like the desert? Yes. Wow. You like grant wishes, like desires and stuff? Absolutely. That's how I got the name that was given to me, Generous. I wouldn't call myself that, of course. Anyone with my particular skills would share it with others in the same way. Hmm. Justin, can I make a sense motive check? Absolutely. <laughs> Good call. This guy's rubbing me the wrong way. <laughs> Wait, is it because he was described as having a used car salesman exactly. smile? Exactly. 
<laughs> so I got a 23 on that. Yeah. You think that Rabuol is pure charisma. Hmm. You don't think that there's anything malicious about him. Just capricious. But you think maybe there's a veneer, a, a fakeness to him, and that he is uh, not going to do any extra work. <laughs> you notice <laughs> that ever since you came in, uh, he just is like laying down. He's just like luxuriating the whole time. It seems like most of what's happening in the palace is being operated by the monkeys. <laughs> Great. Interesting. I will let this proceed. But <laughs> I'm just concerned about our sweet John making some sort of deal that he doesn't understand Ooh, the consequences yeah. of. What? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Which one of us is Johnny's attorney? <laughs> it would be Patty. Yeah. Justin, can I make a knowledge check to learn more about this guy's special powers? Uh, for sure. What would that be? Planes? I think he is an outsider, so it's going to be planes. Lovely. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to roll Knowledge Planes because I have it for some reason. Nice. And I got 18. Probably for the same reason Zelf does. Whoa. Mm. Why do you have it? You say first. <laughs> so that I can make friends from other dimensions. Yeah, that's wow. the same, same for Astra. <laughs> and, and invite them over for dinner. Same for Astra. Justin, that's a total of 20 for me. Uh, because you're competitive trait. <laughs> Oh, that's a 21 with competitive. (laughs) (laughs) So the two of you know quite a lot about Afridi. You know that the Ifrits come from an Ifridi bloodline. Mm. So Johnny has some Ifridi blood in him. Yeah. (laughs) You know that uh, they're able to grant wishes, that they have a lot of like natural like fire powers as well. Um, they can change size, as you've seen Johnny do before. Uh, but then they also, in this case, just looking around, you're able to tell that he has powers beyond just a normal genie as well. Uh, you see some effects that you would consider to be more like uh, a sorcerer's. Justin, cool. mm-hmm. among the people who are like sitting on these pillows and chilling out, are any of them a rat folk that could be Paris? For sure, you see a rat oh, folk uh, among so the people who are in deep meditation. Ooh. Okay, I'm not going to... Astra is too superstitious to wake somebody up from meditating. I think she thinks it's like sleepwalking. <laughs> You're not supposed to wake somebody up because it would startle them and upset them. Jenna, that was such a smart question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we need to find that body. Okay, well, when, when Astra looks around, that's when Zelf clocks it. It's like, uh, Paris. You don't like Paris? He's fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Not convincing, Zelf. So be it. Have you ever been on the precipice of a huge change in your life, and you just take a calm moment to appreciate the way things are now, the way things never will be again? I'm not asking for any reason in particular, but I will keep this ad break brief. We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bcbparty. It's only $5 a month, and the money goes to helping us making and improving this podcast. 
And you've probably heard me mention before that patrons get access to exclusive content like character questions, where we ask and answer getting to know you questions in character. Well, I'm excited to say we figured out how to make these appear in the ad-free episode stream. So patrons will get these bonus content drops on the off weeks that a regular episode isn't airing, and it'll just pop up automatically in your podcast feed. It's very simple and easy. In honor of this, we dropped an extra-long character question, a full 35 minutes or so of in-character camaraderie and playful banter. You can find that at patreon.com slash bcbparty. Okay, enjoy! Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is there like a cost or like an exchange? Because like, you know, I feel like you're doing me a favor. Sweetie, tell them what you need first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like, I have something I want and I have something I need. (laughs) Like right now, Rabiwal, like I've got like a couple of your previous like customers, I guess, kind of inhabiting my, my body right now or like my spiritual space. And it's like a drag. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Can you help with that? Like, one of them's Glorhan Pharrell, and the other one is Paris, France? Uh, you can see his eyes light up at Glorhan's name. He says, oh, yes, I absolutely remember Glorhan, and Paris as well. You know, it's a very bad idea to have two spirits in one host's body for too long, much less three. <laughs> right, like, and that's why I'm here. Yeah, oh, cool. Like, I don't have to catch you up. Well, to answer your first question... 
you're right, Johnny, there is a cost. You know, I'm really tired of this narrative that genies just have unlimited wishes to give out. We don't. And also the ones that I do have take a huge toll on me, you know, physically, mentally. Yeah. I feel like it cuts my lifespan sorter by a few years each time I grant one. Whoa. Have you been to Begram? Dude. You look like a Begram guy. Absolutely. Yeah, bro. Like, if you ever, like, need some, like, work done on your body, like, next time you're in Begram, like, let me know. Like. Yeah, I was there, like, a couple summers ago. That's crazy. Uh, I went to a seminar at a resort there yeah? that was led by another genie. It was called Granting Your Own Wishes. Whoa. And it wasn't until then <laughs> that I realized I had been doing my clients a disservice by just magically giving them whatever they wanted instead of giving them the support that they needed to become wish granters themselves. <laughs> So I employ like a very powerful body swapping magic. Like, let's say, Patty, you wanted to become a Mjolnir chef. Like, it's nearly impossible for an outsider to break in. Yeah, true. But then I know an already established Mjolnir chef, Zelf, because earlier this year, I granted him the wish to have the strength needed to slay like a particularly powerful and rare monster that he could use as an ingredient by putting him in the body of Johnny, whose wish I granted the month before that. And so then Patty could borrow <laughs> Zelf's body to fulfill her wish. Mm. And then when Astra shows up, wishing she was a celebrity actress, and, you know, you get what I'm saying here. <laughs> All these people that you see dreaming in the lounge, they're actually more awake than they've ever been. They're out living their best lives. You know, if they aren't currently on their own journey, then the spirits of the wish granters are held in one of these bottles behind me. You're selling timeshares in people's bodies? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I absolutely, I can help you with your problem with the other spirits that have gotten caught up in your head. That's on me. I can help you out with that. But the other desire that you have that I can feel from the moment that you walked in here, Johnny. Yeah? I would love to help you out with that. Really? Uh, but we would have to make a trade, maybe. Yeah, sure. What do you want? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what is this other desire? I don't believe it was ever spoken. Well, that's private. It's like when you blow out a candle on your birthday cake, you're not supposed to tell people your wish. Fair enough. You're just supposed <laughs> to let an Ifridi grant it to you without your friends knowing what it is so they can protect you. <laughs> Oh my god, thank you, Astra. I was just about to tell him what my wish was, and then it would not work. <laughs> no, Johnny, I'm sorry. This has happened before. Johnny, I was being sarcastic. That's not a superstition. You should tell what? us what your wish no, is. No, it's absolutely a superstition. That's totally real. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine either way. I don't know. What's going to happen to you, even? Patty kind of wants to see if this guy really can grant wishes, despite all the stories that she's heard. She's a little skeptical. <laughs> the, this guy was not implying that Glorhan, the Glorhan that is in Johnny's spirit, was the Glorhan whose body was known as Glorhan. I don't know how to ask this question, Justin. <laughs> was, was the spirit in Glorhan really Glorhan? Yes. Is that what you yes, yes, it was. Yes. It was. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Well, then what did she wish for before? I, it's a good question. Would you like to ask that to Rabuel? Oh, for sure. Apparently, she has a little friend who can divine the future, who saw like a thousand branching paths, and they all ended with Glorhan's death. Holy shit. Um, so we came up with a contingency spell, kind of a twist on what I normally do. Uh, did her body make it? Because I could put her back in the body. Uh, like Carmel oh, no. had the body, right? Like he was preserving it? 
Yeah, it was preserved, preserved, I think. Yeah, and then Ansel ended up with it. Um, The body still exists, as far as I know. I think her brother's got it. He nods and he says, well, I can put her in a bottle for the time being. Oh, God. (laughs) A bottle of Glorahan. Who has to be in charge of carrying Glorahan in a bottle? I mean, it's got to be Johnny still. Yeah, I think it's probably (laughs) still my responsibility. Yeah. (laughs) God, well, don't break it. (laughs) Right. I'll just put it in that bag. Put it with the, <laughs> with the super evil crown. <laughs> Our <Yeah>. special things <laughs> bag. The valuables <laughs> bag. Our special things bag. She can just hang out with Lunas. He kind of snaps at one of the marmosets and <laughs> the marmosets like wave their little paws around and a piece of parchment appears in its hand and it bounces across the trees over to Rabiol's side and hands it to him. He says, here in my palace... We appraise the value of each wish granter on three criteria, access, body, and mind. Access being, uh, this is a recognizable person who can go places other people can't, maybe a politician, a guild master. And then there's body, you know, somebody who can physically achieve things beyond the norm. And then uh, a person's mind, somebody who has magic or mental skills that can be temporarily granted to another person. He hands you a parchment, Johnny, that has your name and then uh, ratings for Sweet. where you fall on those oh scales. Oh, my God. Oh, I do. Oh, no. <laughs> your all score. My Rabuol wish <laughs> score. Yeah. <laughs> he says, obviously, top marks on body, Johnny. Great for those seeking conquest on the battlefield. The business I could do just an arrow peak alone with you. Fantastic. Access, I see some opportunity with the Paladin and Gavilan in the roster, definitely. Um, yeah, and those two <laughs> things are great. <laughs> wow. Nice. So if you're willing, I can hook you up with somebody who's with Molni right now. Really? Yeah. And all you would have to do is lend me your body sometime in the future. When I have oh somebody that needs it. <laughs> oh my God, wow. I hate like, this. Like just somebody else would need to use <laughs> oh, like, no. yeah, okay, done. No. <laughs> I'm all about helping people, Ravuel. Like, yeah, so if somebody needs like my help, like I'm there. And if they could help me. Johnny, 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 you know I support you. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know you're my friend. Fist bump. <laughs> Are you thinking this through? I feel like we're being a well, little hasty I mean, right now. I don't know what other option I have, right? Like. One of the problems is, like, I've got to tell Molni what's up, but, like, that's in the other direction of Nantarum, right? So, like... I'm just saying, Johnny, you're so big and yeah. you're so good at smashing stuff with that sword. Yeah. It makes me real uncomfortable that someone else could be big Johnny smashing stuff with that sword, if you know what I mean. Ragduel, you wouldn't give my body to, like, somebody who'd be doing evil with it, would you? <laughs> As you guys are having this conversation, uh, another marmoset has come and rested on Rabuel's shoulder, and he's just going, oh, wow, wow, wow. I've never seen scores like this before. This is just so impressive. Patty Hurts? Are you Patty Hurts? Oh, my gosh. Look at this, Patty. I am so impressed. Patty, you've got like an 800 score. That's incredible. Oh, God. You've got the body. You've got the access. Definitely has an accent. <laughs> You've got a brilliant mind for music. Oh, thank you. And what I like most about you, Patty, is how much you care. Yeah. I see 
your desire to help Sasha and her friends. <laughs> oh, man. I, I do want that. I do want that a lot. But this whole thing is a little creepy, man. I got to be honest with you. I mean, you don't have to think it's crazy. Patty, I'm helping the common person. Do you know how many people come to the catacombs at their lowest point? The only people who can find me and find this place are people with a deep desire. <laughs> Isn't that your whole goal? You could be helping <laughs> Sasha and at the same time helping somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could all see the look on my face right now because it's the most skeptical of faces ever. <laughs> God. Not malicious. But he's charismatic. Listen, hon, I'm working really hard to get you the best deal here. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like I'm in a timeshare presentation. Oh, ah, thank oh God. God. I don't have anything worth taking. <laughs> Here's my thought process. Yes. Here's my thought process. Yes, Caitlin. I think this would be a really stupid thing to do. <laughs> I think it's really stupid. But I really want to save Sasha. And I think it would be really entertaining and fun to agree to this. So Patty's, Patty's going to say, Mr. Generous. Can I call you Mr. Generous? Absolutely. Like Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Generous, this is an intriguing offer. But, you know... I wasn't born yesterday. I know how to wheel and deal. Believe me, I've bartered at many a shop in my day. <laughs> so I know how this works. Give me a little more detail on how this use of my exceptional body and mind would play out. Oh, that's a great question. And like, for how long? Exactly. How long? Any limitations? Do I get to have any say on what happens? <laughs> Wow, Patty, you're really good at this. It's no wonder your mind score is so high. <laughs> he says, yes, I obviously I monitor the bodies to make sure that the host is using them correctly. You know, anybody that misuses them, well, we have rules in effect for that. Oh, my God. I'm just like sitting here muttering to myself. Wow. Like, you know, I really respect that. Like, I can tell that like <laughs> that, like conference you went to in Begram like made a difference, man. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, be quiet. <laughs> Adults are talking. <laughs> Can you guarantee me that there's a chance I can get my girls out of Bitterhold if I agree to this deal? I guarantee you that I can get you into the body of a prison guard, a staff member at the prison. After that, it's up to you. Hmm. But I can ensure that you will have the best opportunity available to you. Can you guarantee that whoever you put into my Patty Hertz body will agree to maintain a vegan diet while they're visiting? <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it in the contract, Patty. I promise. Oh my God, that negotiation skill. Whoa, I hadn't thought of that. Whoa. Oh Incredible. All right, Mr. Generous, you have a deal. He holds her little paw out to shake on it. Self is going to stick his hand between their hands and he says, Deal did not. <laughs> when our friends loan their bodies out and 
some schmo shows up. <laughs> How do the rest of us know that that exchange has happened? Can we add a clause so that we don't get surprised by somebody brand new popping up in Johnny <laughs> or popping up in Patty? Certainly. What kind of alert are you looking for? Uh, like a countdown? <laughs> I like that. Great. Uh, like five minutes. Does that sound fair? More than fair. <laughs> Can you imagine we're like in the middle of fucking combat or something <laughs> and all of a sudden <laughs> here comes the Johnny countdown. <laughs> Paul, Christ. when you stick your hand between their two hands, sorry, I'm just trying to picture this. Are you coming from above down like you're hovering over Patty and just sticking your hand, fingers pointing down between the handshake? That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> well, I was thinking he would like angle his arm out from the side kind of a swoosh you know whenever you deny somebody a high five and you like intercept it like that's what okay okay amazing thank you when somebody takes their johnny rental how long do they stay in his body before he's paid off a week a month it depends on how long johnny is going to use this body Hmm. you know i make an equal deal i'm not gonna send johnny away for 10 minutes and then give johnny's body away to somebody for 10 months God, that wouldn't be fair. No, not at all. Well, fairness is always subjective. <laughs> I have no more questions. I think this is a fascinating service. I wish there was something that I could wish for. Well, anytime <laughs> that you would like to, Zelf, I'm here for you. You know, we're kind of oversaturated with chefs being in Mjolnir. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me. But you're top of the line with the chairman's knowledge. <laughs> Uh, can you only body swap? Is there, what are the limits to body swapping? Astra's interested now. Astra. <laughs> all of a sudden, Astra pipes up. We, we all look at her. Just uh, ask, I'm, I'm just curious. I don't have anything in mind. I'm just curious about the limitations. Is it like humanoid only? If I wanted to become a beautiful, majestic dire wolf uh, <laughs> running through the forest, is that a thing? I, I mean, I could probably do that with much simpler magic. But I'm just, I'm just curious. Uh, Rabiol looks over at the marmosets and they jump over with a parchment for him and he looks at it. I don't want to know. Don't worry about things like this, Astra. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's very complicated. I wouldn't be concerned. (laughs) How reassuring. Yeah, I'm I'm upset. Oh, no. No, it means my score was too low for me to buy anything. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't interested anyway. Look, Astra, when bluffing's your best skill, you know, Rabiol the Generous, here at the palace, we deliver on the real thing. And what you have, it just can't be given, only taken. Oh, whoa. What? Hmm. Well, <laughs> just what makes you think bluffing's my only skill? <laughs> Justin, I would like to bluff. I rolled a 35. <laughs> uh, is exactly what other skills do you purport to have, Astro Blep? Oh, that would be telling, wouldn't it? (laughs) I have access to the types of magic, the likes of which you could only dream of, Ifriti. Whoa, that sounds like really valuable. Yeah, you fucking bet it is. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm just shut up. It's fine, I wasn't that interested anyway. I just, you know, I was just curious what the limits of your paltry magic was. (laughs) Hmm. 
He says, well, it has to be a creature with a mind. I can't put you into a mindless creature. I see. So if you <laughs> wanted to swap with, like, Molni himself, that's something you could do? Oh. Hmm. If I wanted to grant a real wish using my own Ifridi power, there's a potential that I could do it. Interesting. Okay. So there are limits after all. Well, not <laughs> unexpected. That's fine. <laughs> well, guess you're not powerful enough for what I want. Too bad. Like, <laughs> I don't want you anyway. Say, Rabbi, you don't happen to have a catalog, oh dude. Gross. Gross. It's actually an app. <laughs> it's a grinder style app where you have to swipe through. I was thinking more like Cameo. <laughs> Here's his worst. Uh, it's like, just speak with one of the marmosets and they'll find the right vessel for you, Zelf. Oh, man, Zelf is so curious whose bodies are up for rent. <laughs> Just perusing. Gross. Gross. But, like, if their bodies are up for rent, how do I end up where Molni is? Like, don't their bodies have to be here? He snaps again, and they bring over one of the contracts, and he opens it up. And he shows you a catfolk cleric yeah. named Tabby, and you see some Aww. brief information about her. He says, this is one of the clerics at the Temple of the Rising Light. Whoa. Anyone who has a contract with me, I can monitor their location. And I know that she is there with him now. Wow. In one minute, I could have you there. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. Where do I sign? Do I give you a high five? Handshake? <laughs> like Times of the essence, right? Like As is a free each tradition, you will <laughs> high five. <laughs> Hell yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> I had no idea. God damn it. And while you're gone, Johnny, I'll do the work of getting those other minds out of your head. Oh, bro, thank you so much. You are truly generous. I don't know why you don't call yourself that. Like, you should maybe the modest is even better, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> he starts setting up. One of the marmosets brings a like an empty glass to catch Tabby's mind. And after he has everything set up, he holds up one of his large hands <laughs> and meets you for a high five. This is yeah. horrifying. <laughs> this is great. Justin, this is perverse. He's <laughs> <laughs> so upping the ante in ways that I didn't want to imagine. Kaylin, I'm shocked that you took this. I'm delighted. <laughs> I'm delighted from a player's standpoint. Could not be more excited that you have done this thing, but I'm so Amazing. surprised. <laughs> Johnny, oh you feel a weight lifted off of you immediately. Whoa. But it's just that your armor is gone. And when you look to see where it went, you find that your arms are thin and covered in short beige fur. Whoa. The smell of the ocean is strong and you can hear like the waves crashing against the exterior of the building just outside of where you are. And you're in like this stone circular room. It's only maybe like 30 feet in diameter. There's a window on every side of you that's like letting light in and you can see like water as far as the eye can see in every direction. There is a robed catfolk cleric in mid-sentence like talking idly about how long it would take to like ship new hammers in from land not realizing that you have replaced his conversation partner oh my god johnny's mind is like okay i 
feel like if I'm ever in the body of one of the sacred animals, I'm supposed to like, there's gotta be like some sort of respect I can show. And so Johnny's gonna like do like a, like the motions of a cat, like grooming itself. So he's gonna like, you know, like kind of like rub his face a little bit, like lick his ah! paws. Like, okay, okay. Yeah, like <laughs> sacred some movements. more sacred movements. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right. Sorry about that. I'm looking for Molny. I've got like a really important message for him. I'm sorry. I've like, I've stepped into Tabby's body for a second. Hi. Uh, also, I'm a paladin of Gavlin. My name is Johnny. It's nice to meet you. And he like, he does like uh, the symbols of Gavlin and Molny and like, you know, like the sun rays coming out of him. Like, he's like, it's a pleasure. I can see that you are also a cleric. Oh my God. And he's going to like roll religion to figure out station. Oh, I didn't. Oh man. <laughs> This is what I wanted to avoid with that five-minute countdown. Uh, I got a 10. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, and I'll give you, I mean, it's your religion, so I feel like you are perfectly able to convince this person that you are a member of the faith. They are extremely confused <laughs> as to what's happening. <laughs> Understandably so. <laughs> but they're like, uh, glad to have you back, brother. Molni is at the top of the tower working. Yeah, and, like, I'll make sure that I can try and help get hammers here. Like, I'll, like, you know, I'll make sure, like, a shipment gets here. All right, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Wait, what was your name? I'm sorry. <laughs> He's barely able to contain himself. He's super excited. <laughs> What's a good cat name? Uh, Mittens. Do another one of my cats. Yeah. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> Caitlin's right. Have yeah. we only used Remy so far? We have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one will be Stella. All right, it's oh. Stella. <gasps> Stella, and may I say, your fur looks very well groomed in this light. I have a friend who like <laughs> constantly is working on their fur. So like, I like kind of have like an understanding of like the effort you must put into it. And I think it looks great. <laughs> That's perfect because Stella does have spectacular fur. <laughs> <laughs> She's very soft. I'm really soft. <laughs> Before he gets distracted any longer, Johnny's going to run upstairs full clip. <laughs> the stairs are on the outside of the building and it loops around it up like the entire length. So this is a site that you've only previously heard about, Johnny. It's the Temple of the Rising Light. It's not just a beacon of hope for like the followers of Gavilan. It's also a real beacon. It's a lighthouse that is in a constant <laughs> state of construction. Cool. Many people believe that Erosia is sinking because of a curse from Ebnir, Fair. Uh, the evil god of the sea. Fair. Nobody more than the cat folk that live here because their home city of Lokella was among the first to succumb to the ocean. But in act of defiance, they built upon their lighthouse that was in the city uh, so that it would once again rise above the surface. And in retaliation, Ebnir sunk it further. And so this, <laughs> this give and take has been going on for decades. And it's spearheaded by Molni himself, who lives here. The lighthouse is his home. Insanely funny. And you spot Molni at the very top of the spire with tools in hand, and he's working with other cleric builders to like lay bricks on a new level of the lighthouse. Oh my God, I love it. So the other clerics are like strapped in and using like wires and harnesses to like <laughs> maneuver on the side of the building. But Molni is like hovering on the wind despite his massive size. And like his, his mane <laughs> is blowing elegantly. That's so dope. <laughs> Justin, yeah. can you refresh us on what Molni looks yeah. like? Yeah, Molni is a cat folk, but he's like a lion man. So cool. White fur and he wears a like a monk's gi. Hell yeah. It's been a while since Johnny has seen Molni in person. Uh, and he is continually awestruck again. And so like he's going to do like the awkward like 
shift in from the background like waiting to be acknowledged and but like is also just like super <laughs> happy to be there just like in the presence it's just like a lot eventually Molni sees you and he's like oh tabby is this about the hammers um y- yes and no um tabby isn't here right now <laughs> but the hammers are going to be ordered <laughs> this is johnny brightchild i don't know if you remember me from from Johnny Brightchild. <laughs> uh, and like his eyes light up and he like leaps from like his wind cloud over Aww. to the ground. He's like, guys, it's Johnny. I told you about Johnny. What are you doing inside of Tabby? Well, like <laughs> this is so wholesome. I can't handle so it. It's definitely purring or something like that is going on. This acknowledgement. Johnny's like, oh, well, it's complicated and I don't have much time. Your divine felineness. But I've had to switch bodies with Tabby using Wishcrafter magic because I believe that you are in imminent danger. I have evidence that the other demigods are being hunted, perhaps by a weapon of your own ken. Just like you showed me at Olvedel, a headless. Yeah, I was wondering why you mailed me a headless teenager to the <laughs> Thanolin <laughs> Temple. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty grim. I know. I'm I'm not always the best at giving like whole messages, boss. I'm sorry. Where do I even start? I think there's a conspiracy. I think the demigods are being hunted. I think somebody is using the sword to chop off demigods' heads. And like Johnny's just gonna keep this just as fast as he can. He's gonna get out all of these facts. And then like my professor is going to Nantrum and he's gonna try and like, you know, combine these two meteorites, but I think he's crazy and maybe sick. But there's also these people that are hunting him, and then maybe there's a chef that's trying to turn people into gods so he can eat them. And 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 like, and then there are these weird goose spiders, and then there's this book that says all of this has happened and that you're gonna die in like three weeks. <sighs> Wow, Johnny, that's crazy. <sighs> Always an info dump from Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, Johnny, I can relieve your fears about one thing. The God Killer Sword, it's perfectly safe. Okay. Me, and Alglash, and Elorinia, and Gathenrit, we hidden it. And the only way to get to it is you need a key from all four of us. And I have my key. I've got my key right here. You can take it with you. And he hands it to Tabby. And then he's like, oh, wait, that's Tabby. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he takes it back. He's like, I'll come meet you Whoa. and I can give you this key. We can go together. But you don't have to worry about that. Dude, like, I'm super worried. Like, because, like, all of these other events that have been in this journal, like, they've been happening. Like, my mind doesn't work like this. Like, I don't understand what a time loop is. But apparently that's a thing. I don't know. But, man, I feel like I'm losing it. Like, I feel like this... Like, this is all coming undone. Like, I don't know. Like, I'd, I'd just, like, really like to see you. I'd like to see you too, Johnny. While you guys are talking, back at Rabiol the Generous's <laughs> palace. I like to imagine that the rest of us are just in this room with all of these meditating bodies. Just kind of like. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Having tea <laughs> or something while we wait for Johnny. To Checking out thing. the marmosets. Yeah. yeah. On, like, a movie set for a tropical island. <laughs> Just kind of chilling, taking our time. You guys are watching uh, Rabuel performing like mind surgery on Johnny. <laughs> he <laughs> is holding his large red hand over Johnny's forehead uh, and he pulls like a wispy spirit out of it and places <sighs> it inside of one of the glasses. And 
He cool. slowly, methodically does it a second time, places it into a, another glass. And he says, you know, Paris has lost the body of a very important client, <laughs> Duke Marth. <laughs> and he's unable to hold up his end of the deal. So we can't allow that to happen, right? And you see these like Goldenford marmosets leap over to Paris France's body and they place their like hands on both sides of his head and his body turns into solid gold. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Horrifying. But lovely. What? And he says, and hopefully, you know, this will oh, be enough geez. money to make it right with the Duke's family. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are you guys planning to do about the third entity? Pardon me? Oh, no. God, okay. Do you mean Johnny? Do you mean Johnny? Do you? What a... What third entity? This psyche is fractured pretty badly, and there's something on the other side trying to slip through those cracks. It's very alien. What? Possibly from (laughs) another plane entirely. (laughs) What? Are you you not aware of this? Uh, No. (laughs) Uh, I I mean, in a way, it explains some things. Just gonna drink some water here. Ah! Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you want me to try and communicate with it? <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Um. Wait, 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 wait! One minute here, Mister Generous. Are you saying there is yet another entity inside of our friend? It certainly looks that way. It's very powerful, whatever it is. No wonder he has nosebleeds. My goodness. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't just leave a little bit of Glorhan behind? Yeah, I mean, not to doubt your abilities or anything. You seem very competent, but, like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> That's all of our questions. Please answer the woman. I can try and take a closer look at it for you. Yes. Yes, yeah, what? get in there. <laughs> for the love of God. What? kind of questions oh, no. do you want answered about it? Who is this? What is it? Does it have a name? What do they want? What are they? Oh my god, this whole thing. I knew oh he shouldn't have come down god. here. I shouldn't have shaken his hand. Oh god. Oh god. It's like, alright, I'm asking it its name. It's saying uh, is this a joke? It says its name is Tommy Emberize. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Suddenly, Rabiol begins choking, and he grabs at his chest, doubling over. He struggles, like, through coughs and hacks, and his, like, whole body is, like, flattening out like he's a deflating balloon. And from his mouth, you see a spindly blue leg (gasps) pulling itself out. It's time spider. Which, Zelf, you recognize as something that stabbed through your chest awesome. earlier this month. <gasps> what? Rabiel's mouth is pulled wider and a time spider pushes itself out into the room. And the fuck? And then you see a second one no. start to come out as well. Oh, God. 
Goddamn. <laughs> oh, no. I don't what know about the, the rest fuck? of you, but Patty Hurts is shrieking at this point. <laughs> I think Astra is too, because we have not seen these things before. Oh, my God. What Horrifying. What's Horrifying. happening? And that's probably a good place to stop. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Oh. Yeah, Justin. Oh. Justin. What an end! Oh my God, Justin! <laughs> I I don't even. I feel like I just got hit by a car. Like I'm shocked. I don't know what just happened. This this entire body swapping concept oh, yeah. has oh, yeah. altered this game in a way that I am very uncomfortable <laughs> with. It's Whoa. so stressful. You just trade bodies like any given moment. Oh my moment. god, yeah, I'm so, like... it's so stressful. It's oh. so stressful. I can't believe you agreed to do this. I can't. Oh my god. It's the wildest ride of all time. <laughs> Johnny. Oh no, Patty. And oh no, Rapuel. Well, at least Astra and Zelf are fine. Thank you for listening, and an extra intense thank you for our patrons for supporting the show. Thank you. I just wanted to remind you that even if you can't support the show at a mere $5 a month, you can always leave us a review on Apple Podcast or on Spotify and spread the word and tell people how great the show is. Every little bit helps, and you're going to want to talk to people about what is happening in the show in the coming weeks. Trust me. You can find us on Twitter at BCB Party, on Tumblr at BCB Party, or email us at burntcookbookparty at gmail.com. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber, as Astor Blep, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. This episode edited by Justin Green and Akshay Balakrishnan. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.